We just wanted to give a big shout out and a thank you to all of our Patreons. Edward Dudley, Aaron Braff, Mike Guyven, Sarah Gates, Chris Real, John Hatfield, Nathan Skanky, Perry York, John Hoffman, Mike Back, The Mike Reddick, Champ Bailey, The Hammers Family, Dove Eric, Mark Radford, Chris Surratt, Chris Hitchcock, and The Wick Family. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Shut up and sit down. Go outside. See those kids? They're having the time of their lives riding their bikes. They know what's up. I ride my bike. I ride my bike all around. Yes, I do. Your addiction gets worse. You spend less time at work doing work and more time looking at bikes. I ride by all my friends and I wave hello. You are listening to The Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Contrary to popular belief, owning a bike doesn't make you a cyclist. You have to ride it as well. My bike is very good. Become obsessed with your bike. Fixate over specs, head angles, and weird things like tire problems. I better have my helmet on. It's time to ride your brand new bike. It's so much fun just pedaling up and down. Yeah. One day you see a press release for a brand new bike. It's like yours, but 15% lighter, 35% stiffer, and it's red. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering, and I'm here with Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Lance, you are looking like you are on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I am not live. (laughs) To Matt's uh, digital, Digital. maybe, right? I don't know. Mr. Lance Hepler. Lance friggin' Hepler, that is. Friggin' Hepler. (laughs) Here I am coming at you on the road, on location. Through the internet. I am uh, through the internet coming to you over FaceTime with my friends, Jake and Matt. Sponsored by Verizon. Actually, we're sponsoring them. but I'm I'm in Arizona at the moment. (laughs) The zona. Right on. I am in Arizona. Yeah. (sighs) Arizona. You are such a snowbird now, dude. No, dude. I yeah. like. I, I have. I have. I had a meeting. I have a meeting tonight up in Salt Lake, and there's a winter storm blowing oh, through no. the area, and uh, I think I'm just gonna go in virtually. I'm not gonna drive up there. I'm staying here. Might so be smart. Cool. Hey, have you guys heard yeah. anything back about the new format? Is it still flowing all right? Did you guys listen to the podcast to see if you liked the way that it sounds? Are we good with that? Do we want to jump into the topic? So many questions. What do you guys got? I, I still want to hear feedback from listeners. Like, do you guys prefer to have the topic first? Do you prefer to have the backpedal stuff, the the general backpedal? I'm I'm down with whatever. I'm I'm a little torn too. Um, I I like to talk about my favorite subject, which is myself. Yep. So I like to talk, <laughs> and we love to hear it. I like doing I like doing the backpedal first. Obviously, that's a joke. But um, but I, I'm just not used to it. So if the listeners like that we jump into the topic right away and that's better for people or bigger or better for the channel, then I say we keep doing it. But I think we need some information. So I think somebody the, please tell us. The new listeners that come on might appreciate that a little bit more. Then they can kind of go back and they can listen to some old episodes and get to know the show a little bit better. And then uh, as they get to know us a little bit better, maybe they'll stick around and listen to the uh, the backpedal. So that's just my two cents. Yeah. Cool. Well, on that note, let's let's stick to format. 
talking about, Willis? What you talking about? What you talking about, mister? What you talking about, doctor? What you talking about, lady? What you talking about? What you talking about, mister? What you talking about? What you boys talking about today? You guys got what any? Are we, what are we talking about? I don't What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I... I I thought hot that, seat hot hot that's seat is hot. oh that's wait hot. that's hot that's hot, hot, hot. seat that's hot. sorry I was just setting you up that's there hot. That's, <laughs> hot. that's hot that's hot all right it's been a minute we haven't done the hot seat in a while we've always got some good topics that we like to run through and uh, this week will be no different I'll go first how about that I don't usually go first you guys ready ready does Strava ready. deserve all of the heat it's getting right now with its big pricing debacle have you guys Ooh. kind of been a part of this oh, whole that's, thing that's kind a of, great that's a great question. Do they I, deserve I like the heat? I mean, we're, we're talking about a pretty solid app that most of us, uh, I'd say all of us here right now, love yeah. and use all the time. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say, yes, Ooh. they do deserve the uh, heat. Okay, we'll come back to that in okay. just a second. How about you, Mr. Lance? Um, uh, it, it was kind of lame what they did. I, I do think it's kind of lame what they did without a lot of big up. So Jake, why don't you tell us what, what they've done here recently? So for starters, they have not raised their pricing. I think since pretty much the inception of things, correct? Or it's been about a decade at least since they've had any kind of a pricing increase. So that's a good question. I, I'm, I'm second guessing your, your instinct of they're not raising their prices. I will look that up yes. as we're talking. Yeah, I'm we pretty sure it that it's been at least a decade since they've last raised their price. Okay. And for the longest time, I think it was what, $6.99 a month if you paid for it on the annualized plan or it ended up, no, it was six. Six ninety nine a month. I can go look this up for a minute. I should have probably had this right. there. But anyway, long story short, um, you could pay like about sixty bucks a year if you pay for the annual yep. plan, or if you paid month to month, it was like six ninety nine. I want to say that those are about what the prices are. What they've gone and done is raise the prices, but they've kind of done it in a very arbitrary manner. In that there are people across the country, and not country across the world, that are paying different sums, different amounts. Some people are not seeing any price hikes at all. Some people are seeing more than double the price hike. Some people are right. just getting a, a set amount and then it's all happening at different dates. And the, the big beef here is that Strava is not being transparent about what's going right. on and, and why they're doing what they're doing, which is pretty confusing for a lot of folks. And we're not talking about something that's going to break the bank, but you should still be, you, you should know, know what you're paying for. Yeah. And I think that we wouldn't even be talking about this if it was Strava raises prices. Like yeah. if that was the case, yeah, it makes like, sense, especially given the fact like, that they haven't raised the price in so long. long and and inflation, like inflation, inflation or, is crazy yeah. right now. And and I think if if there was if if we were just in a situation where it was like, I mean, same thing kind of happened to Trainer Road. The only reason we mentioned it on the podcast two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, was because they interestingly raised prices, and they were like, "Well, if you really want to opt in, we'll let you to your low low price. We'll let you do it." And it was just a very interesting piece about the prices. Similar, Strava, they, the only reason we're willing to talk about it is the fact that it's, they, you know, they've kind of screwed up this pricing piece and that's kind of notable. It's not just a simple price raise. It's they're raising the price and we can't tell you how much that is, which is crazy. Because it's, diff it's different prices for different countries, depending on what country in there's like some yeah. weird formula they're using exactly yeah. that's my guess is that they're i have a theory that they're using some sort of like you know some sort of machine learning algorithm to figure out pricing per person or per country or you know some sort of grouping of that and that's why they don't know the answer to the question of what is gonna cost me to use strava like they can't answer that question 
That's no. not good. Raymaker put out a pretty funny video. I mean, it was kind of, it was the way he did it was funny. And it, yep. it's like serious, but at the same time it was funny. And it just didn't make sense what they were doing. And he kind of was bouncing all over the place. Like he made a video and he couldn't get the straight answers. And he was always having to come back and, hey, this feature right here, talking about what's, what's transpired since then. And he's given them all this time. And it's just getting kind of almost ghosted with them or getting some canned response. At the end of the day, he and his wife, were pretty much the same setup on everything. They were there in the Netherlands. Is that where they're at? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they both had American-based credit cards with American-based billing information or something like that. She didn't get her prices raised. He did, and they wouldn't give him any response as to what, where, when, why, or how any of that is happening. So that was a bit of a head-scratcher conundrum there as well. Yeah. It's, It's just that they... It's just weird that they don't know... And they're not making it clear no. to anyone. Yeah. It's it's odd. Yeah. And um, to verify, yes, it's been over a decade since they've raised their prices. That's good. I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with it. I feel like this inflation stuff that's going on is real. I'm seeing like running shoes cost more, everything costs more. Yep. Especially things that are, you know, coming from different countries and things like that. I just think it's perfectly fine to raise your prices. But you, if you're if you're a service Mm-hmm. Don't you want to be able to answer that question? Yeah. So I and and we shouldn't say that Strava is like the only company in the world that doesn't know their own prices. If you actually look at like medical billing, it's a nightmare. You ask a doctor how much whatever the <laughs> procedure is going to cost, and they'll tell you, I don't know. Depends Do you, on the insurance company. Yep, it's, it depends on the insurance company, and then the insurance company is going to turn around and negotiate the prices between you know the medical system and the insurance company. It's a nightmare. Do I think it's a good system? Not really when it comes to pricing. Strava being a business that's not, you know, set up like an insurance company or medical system, I, I just think that they should, I think that should be an easy question for Strava to answer. What does it cost? Yeah, and it just doesn't make sense to how they would just arbitrarily like have different price hi- price hikes for different people in different regions of yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, some people are seeing 33% increase. Some people are seeing a 67% increase. Some people are seeing a hundred percent increase. It, it just doesn't make any sense. So um, I think for me, it was going from $60 to $90. Something like that. I think. And I 80 was it 80. Oh, from, for my, are you, are, are you doing premium Matt? Uh, I'm always bouncing around between not doing premium and doing premium. It depends on like if I get a deal around the, around the like Thanksgiving holiday, like a Black Friday deal or whatever it is. Do they yeah, okay. generally so, put that out there around uh, Black Friday? Black Friday holiday. I haven't I don't know. seen that from Strava. I've seen it from like Training Peaks, but yeah, that's what I don't know. So that's what I'm saying is like I can't remember huh. if I'm usually it's usually I'm like the long holdout of not doing Strava premium. So well, I should look and see. I think I am on Strava premium currently. Yeah. In addition to this, they also released a bunch of people. They, you know, let a bunch of their workforce go. I don't know what that number is. I'll look that up here in oh, just yeah. a moment as well. But I mean, was not it a, a big number? It was a Maybe. pretty sizable number, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look it up here in just a moment. I but I think that that's going to kind of be everyone because I think, I think like anyone in the tech industry right now is is they're looking they're they're looking at the future forecast for the year and they're seeing like this is going to be a recession time frame. Like this is when you do layoffs. I mean, isn't isn't that the standard? Like Microsoft just laid off ten thousand people. Yeah. So that's in the Pacific Northwest. You know, that's something. Exactly. It says I'm a subscriber for Strava. Well, Does this change your? 
I don't know, take on Strava? Will you stop using the app? Will you protest? Will you even care? For me, since I'm so on the fence anyway about the value of being in the free tier, I do think the, you know, the free tier everyone should use. It is excellent. It's an excellent tool, but the value of all the different analytics and things like that, I think is a little bit more in question. And for me, I will not pay the extra $20 per year to, to resubscribe. So that's like, I, I would have been questionable to pay the $59, but then when you raise the price, it's just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Unless I see some sort of mega deal somewhere along the lines of like, oh, well, we want you back. Here's 20% off. But then sometimes I'm like, eh, okay, yeah. I'll hop it, make over. They laid off jump over. 38 employees, which was about 14% okay. of their company's workforce. Okay. I mean, that seems like it's almost kind of in line with a lot of what a lot of other folks or companies are doing. I don't know if they were all just running heavy with their their labor, and this is a good excuse to kind of trim a little fat or what the deal is, but yeah. um, it just makes you wonder, like, well, what were those people doing? And is that going to affect the, the productiv- productivity of the app or are we not going to see features coming down the pipeline? And then you lay on top of that, well, you just increased my prices, so we better be seeing some improvements or things being pushed forward. Um, that's just kind of my two cents. But I, My gut feeling is that tech companies use this as an excuse occasionally to you know trim some of the workforce and typically the stock market likes that kind of thing so do you think strava is a company that truly needs to have hundreds of people working for it though as a a, an app programmer oh i don't know it depends on a million things like what they're doing what they have planned for the future yeah i bet you that they they need a pretty big workforce that's interesting. I'm just, I don't I mean, how many programmers do you think work for that company? Just if it's you had to take a guess. 50. That many, huh? That's a guess. I have no idea. Wow. But I mean, there's there's so many different types of programmers, right? You've got like security people. You've got true people in charge of infrastructure. You've just got a lot of stuff. So would you have different people? Like one works on iOS, one works on Android, one works on the, the desktop a dozen, version. A dozen people work yeah. on iOS. A dozen people work on the Android version. Gotcha. The web version is probably <clears throat> the thickest group. You think so, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I would think so. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. What say you, Lance? I, you know, Strava, I, I hate to admit this, is like kind of a big part of my life at the moment. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy diving into it a little deeper. I enjoy looking at segments and chasing segments and, and that kind of thing. And so, man, I'm not the right demographic to ask. Maybe I'm the perfect demographic to ask about this because I don't care how much it costs. If it was, <laughs> if, it was enjoy three, it. if it was $300 a year, you'd be like, yeah, no problem. I would. Yeah. Because, because it's, because it's, it's, it's what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I enjoy how it tracks my rides and what I've done, what I've done in the past. And it's just, um, I don't know. Aside from the basic apps on my phone, like, you know, text and phone and maybe like, uh, you know, the internet or something like that, I can't think of an app that has given me more in the last decade. I mean, I've probably used that more than any other app in the last decade that is on my phone. I can't think of anything else. And, and without yeah. that... There's a good chance that we wouldn't be sitting here right now. There's a good chance that the, the the cycling community that we've built and that we work within in our team wouldn't be here right now because we wouldn't have had that that platform to connect with each other, likely. 
Yeah, that's likely. I don't think I use it as much as you guys. I I just like I want my like numbers and stats to be so so I have a problem because I have I'll wear literally three or four devices. I'll go for a run or a bike ride or whatever, and then I'll come back and I'll try to like everything goes into it being private, and then I try to find the the one particular issue that is most accurate to make public on Strava so that the public stuff is accurate. And that's it. I do not try, like, I don't really scroll around and look at other people's rides and see how they're yeah. doing and their pictures and all that stuff. When I do, I'm like, oh, cool, it's great. Um, but it, for me, it's more of just like a dump of some stuff that I do. And I, I like it. I like for other people just to be able to see what I'm doing as far as yeah. athletic stuff goes. I don't want to be one of those people that does secret training. Like, it's just like, you know, here's, here's me. It's open. And I want everything to be like as open as possible without you know, making a mistake and posting some app, you know, some watch that's not released yet or something like that. Like that's the one piece that I want to keep private. But other than that, I want stuff to be as public as possible. The stuff that I'm doing that being, I just, so I don't feel like I need, I don't need the super deep analytics on Strava. I can probably pick that up somewhere else. I think training piece does a good job of that. I honestly think that the super deep analytics on Strava kind of suck. Yeah. To be completely honest with you. The social side, I think is the best part of it. Yes. And I do love kind of scrolling my feed and giving people thumbs up. Like Lance just got off the bike. I saw, I see that he identifies as a billionaire in his title and he did six times 10 minute threshold, which I'm curious how that go, you know? And so, so I'll give him a thumbs up. But if we weren't talking about Strava, I probably would have never even seen your post. So I wouldn't have opened it. Lance is really good about that. He's good about going on there and giving yeah. everybody the kudos and mm. seeing what people have got going on and, and keeping his uh, feed nice and fresh and funny. Um, I've been really bad the last six to eight months just because I haven't had time. But I do try and get on there and you know look at people and see what they've got going on, especially if I went out on a ride. I want to see what everybody else did or their thought processes or the pictures that they took on the same ride that I went on. Or if I knew that there was a big team ride that I didn't get to go on, I'm going to have... My, uh, I don't know, my little depression <laughs> of not being able to join them because of this, that, and the other. And I like to go and see what they did and give them all the, a little quick thumbs up kudos. But uh, I'm sure I'll get back to it, but I, I, it's invaluable to me. I, I love the app. I love the, the connectivity on the, the community. It's, it's fantastic. But I see where you're coming from too, Matt. Yeah. So at the end of the day, are we going to have to just slap them on the, the wrist and say, knock it off and be more transparent, communicate better and move on or... You guys got beef with them. Okay, well, so here's the big question. Do you really think this will hurt them? Because my thought is that it won't. If they lose some subscribers from it, right. what they've gained by by almost doubling their price is completely worth it for them if they've only kept the subscribers that are really actively using the app. So for them as a company, it's probably a, a very good thing. They've just made it a little less um, accessible to the masses, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, one can hope that they're going to have some funds to play with now. Maybe they've got some new things that they want to be working on. Maybe one can hope. Um, and that will be a draw for more people to come and use the app. I'd be surprised if they don't have quite a few things that they're working on, you know, in the yeah. in the process of, you know, flushing out new features and things like that that these companies are always going to be doing that, I think. So yeah, kind of have to, otherwise yeah. you're going to be irrelevant. Yep. Good. Yep. Got anything, anything else to say about Strava? That was an excellent hot seat question. Ah. 
Thank you, Matt. Nailed it. <laughs> I think you said you have something, Matt. You want to go next? Okay. I, I, I don't love this hot seat question, but maybe we'll come up with something else on the fly. Um, Apple just released this new feature called Race Routes. And the idea is that if it picks up that you've done a, a route two or more times, it'll group those together. You can click on it, and you can race your previous best time on that route or your previous time on that route. It doesn't have to be your fastest time. You can race that your previous like, time. That sounds like Strava. <laughs> that's, so that's it. You can race yourself or your previous time Okay, so for a route. Any any format like running, biking, canoeing, it's run, what? running and biking only. Running and biking only. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that's I, I I personally wouldn't use it. Well, for starters, I don't have an Apple Watch. But even if I did, I'm going to use. It, let's let's make the assumption that you have an Apple Watch. Uh-huh. Would you use it? Well, if I didn't have Strava, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But probably not. I, I just don't think because I, right. I don't want to just compare myself to to me and maybe some one of my faster times when I can do that on Strava and be compared to everybody else. Yep, it just doesn't make sense. And you can I don't know. It's just for the routing, it would be the entire route that you did, mm-hmm. right? So it's just kind of trying to figure out rides that you've done mm-hmm. that are the same. So Strava is nice because it has segments. Mm-hmm. So so is anyone going to use? Race routes for cycling. Is it just? I mean, I there's got to be some people. It. It's, or, or no, it, it, it's only it would only be useful if you're continuously doing the same specific route. routes. But you know, sometimes I go clockwise, sometimes I go counterclockwise, right. sometimes yep. I add a little extra bit. I mean, if you're riding the same areas all the time, you it it's boring. You want right. you know variety is the spice of life, so you want. A little more variety. So what's nice about Strava? The- what's nice about Strava segments is typically it's like okay, well we can because they're segments and they're not like routes. I mean stoplights and traffic and all that stuff. You know, it kind of it kind of figures that stuff out in a way because you typically have segments. I mean, it, there are situations where you have segments that go through stoplights, but a lot of the time it's like, well, this is a nice segment because there are no stoplights. Whereas a route is really just going to be this the whole ride that you do. You know, this this seems like a direct response to Strava by Apple. And why would a giant company like Apple care that much about, you know, dis- what Strava is doing? I disagree. This is just these times don't go anywhere. They're not posted. Whereas like Strava, it's like, where's the leaderboard? And this is just you okay. racing yourself or your previous route that you've done. I, I'm, I'm working on a, the reason I like to ask you guys questions are on these sorts of things is because I'm working on a video where it does make sense when you're running, right? Because there's less traffic, the segment things, eh, I don't know. But for running, it kind of makes sense. You're getting faster, you're doing the same route over and over again, and you can race yourself, I guess. So I've used it a fair amount for running, but I've yet to use it for cycling. I could see somebody like a, a commuter having fun with that. Cause maybe mm. like they know that they need to get to work by a certain amount of yeah. time. So you can kind of pace yourself that way. Plus it's just kind of like a little fun challenge to say, Hey, I, I got to work three minutes faster today or I'm mm-hmm. running behind, you know, and I got to pick up the pace, something along those lines. I could see it being right. fun. Um, I, I thinking about like what Apple was thinking is like, 
the the person that came up with this, it's almost like they don't even know what Strava is. And they're like, oh, this could be kind of a neat little concept. And yep. they just don't know that there's already something that's fully built out that millions of people are using. I mean, I have a hard time believing that that's the case, but I mean, that that's almost how it feels to me. Well, the other part of it is it'll show you, unlike Strava, I guess Strava can do this if you have it on a certain bike computer, mm-hmm. but it'll show you if you're, I don't know if you can see, Jake can see it for sure, but like, you know, this is showing that I'm, 15, 59 seconds behind Correct. on this three mile thing here and i'll show it to lance too i don't know if you'll be able to see it but um yeah okay so it'll show you like oh you're ahead or behind your time oh, yeah. or whatever so that's nice I see. it's nice to have that on your watch i just don't as you're running as, as you're, you're doing running. the same yep. route it tells you hey you're a minute behind your fastest time yeah that's cool no strava does the same thing yeah, though strava. with their app you can use it use it on your yep. phone and it'll actually be audible to you and tell you like you're halfway through you're this mm-hmm. far ahead you got this much more to go this is and, how and this fast will do that going. too it'll yeah. say you're ahead you're behind it'll it'll tell you those yeah. things it won't tell you how far or ahead you are behind yeah. but like it'll tell you that and then as you finish the route you can keep going mm-hmm. but it'll tell you like well you won or you know it doesn't say you lost but it'll just tell you if you're if you won against yourself I don't think that they put this that they built this feature, you know, in a response to Strava. That's not the vibe I get. That being said, I can't imagine like a ton of cyclists thinking this is a great feature to use. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Most of the competitive people who are cyclists are already right. gonna have a bike computer and yep. they're gonna be on Strava. They're already gonna have that. So that's just gonna be something like, you know, they're not gonna touch pretty it. remedial. It's 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 not something that they're gonna wanna use. My gut feeling is that, that there are a lot of people, a lot of cyclists that have Apple Watches, mm-hmm. but they are probably using their cycling computer for recording rides and their watch just for backup, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they I don't think they would use like a route, you know, race routes feature. And then my big point of the video that I'm working on is like race routes to me is routing and navigation maybe for an upcoming race that you're doing, right? Like that's what you would want, right? You would want to be able to say like, hey, I'm going to do this road race and I'd love to have it stored on here so that it'll tell me like when there's a turn coming up or a hill coming up or navigate me. On that, is it something that you had to have done before in the past or can you upload GPS coordinates? You have to have done it before. No upload of GPS coordinates and you have to do the route twice before it picks up on it. So the third time you can do it, which which is pretty much never the case for a race, right? Like you're always going or traveling to a race or whatever and you want to have a cue sheet or whatever something to tell you where you're racing because that's an advantage does strava work on that phone or not the phone but that that watch there so you can actually start a segment on there and will it give you all of the same prompts that you would get from a phone in terms Um, of like hey you know like this is like we're starting this this router there's a segment here and this is how far ahead or behind you are i mean it almost seems like that's going to give you much more detail than doing it just straight through the the fitness part of the app. Can I tell you that I've never used Strava on this Apple Watch? Well, that might be something for you to play with. <laughs> might be. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where it is. Yeah. Uh, I assume it's on here because they do have, um, It's it should be the same thing as or similar to like when Strava's on your phone, right? Sure. So you can start and stop yeah. some stuff. And I'm sure it would have, I don't know. I don't do that either. I don't use Strava <laughs> on my phone. You don't do that, do you? On my, I, I have just a couple of times. A couple of times. Um, like, is it, it like when your bike computer's dead or something? Sometimes when the bike computer's dead, yes, you can do that. And you can go and stitch the rides together so you can get a full and complete ride if for some reason your bike uh, computer dies. Um, there are some websites that you can use to do that. 
And then there have been a time or two where I can't remember what the, the actual situation was, but I wanted to actually hear what the uh, the segment was. I think it was a maybe like a segment that I didn't have starred on my computer right, and right. it's not going to pull up, but I wanted to see how I was going to do on said segment. So I went ahead and started the uh, um, the Strava after I you know started it. Because let's say I'm like an hour into a ride. I'm like, oh, there's a segment. Maybe I want to go take a whack at that. But I can't change the, the the computer to actually have that uploaded. So you can just go ahead and start it. Then you can start right. go press go on the uh, app on the phone and then it will... Um, give you cues through the course of the uh, the segment as to how you're doing, and then you just delete it when you're done so you don't have a duplicate. It's hard for me to tell if the Strava app, so I've got it running on my watch right now, yeah. if the Strava app on your Apple Watch does anything special. To me, it looks like you've got distance, speed, and time, mm-hmm. heart rate. Yeah. But I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know if there's anything more than that, and then I would typically use like the built-in functionality of the watch to do that or there are some other good apps like um i think it's called work outdoors is another app that's really good it kind of simulates a garmin kind of functionality sure. where you can kind of add more stats to your watch you so, still liking that watch i do i like the watch i like the watch i mean i'm not 100 like fanboy about apple mm-hmm. and apple watches uh but it's a it's an apple watch it's nice a lot of good you know, durable material, kind of like a Phoenix, right? So you've got yeah. like sapphire material, or sorry, titanium material, sapphire lens. I do think it's a good device. I actually think Lance would like it because it's a, an Apple Watch, and I think you enjoyed your Apple Watch before you switched over to I the Garmin Epics. That being said, I think that um, Garmin does a better job at endurance stuff. The Apple Watch does a better job at smartwatch stuff. Yeah. So even if it's an Apple Watch Ultra, it's still an Apple Watch, so don't think it's all that different, right? Gotcha. But, I mean, I can close and open my garage from my watch. That's, That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's not going to go for... How many days does your watch go for? Like uh, I have it set up to go 16 days right yeah. now. Yeah, So this is two days. <laughs> so. <laughs> but I also have it set up to where the screen turns off until I, like, turn my hand up to yeah. my, my head and then it turns on, or if I tap the screen. Yeah. So, pretty and, nice. And this watch pretty goes nice. 30 days. Yep. It's like just ridiculous amounts of time. Yeah. So cool. Hepler, you got a hot seat question for yeah. us? I do. I, I mean, I had no preparation at all. So these were preparation there was two questions that were <laughs> plenty of preparation age. Um, there's, there's two questions that were top of mind when you asked this. And the first was now that Mark Cavendish yeah. is officially on Astana. Will he win a 35th tour stage? Haven't we already asked this question? Did we take bets? I feel like we need to. I think we, we need to write this, this question about three times. No, we need to write <laughs> this stuff down because, like, I don't, I don't remember what we said. Well, I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm just, I don't think he's going to do it. Um, if Matt? I, I, whatever the opposite of what Evan Price says is the correct answer. <laughs> I wonder what Evan would say. I I feel I like we've think, asked him before. I think he's got a very good chance of yeah, getting one, more a, a better chance than I want him to have, and that's right. why I say he's not going to do it because I don't want him to do it, and I want to say that I was right when I said he's not going to do it, but uh, the inside of me tells me that they're going to do everything that they possibly humanly can oh. to put him in a position so he can win one. I just hope that... Uh, some of the bigger names and whatnot get in his way. I think, I think he'll snag I think he'll snag one. One? I think he'll snag one. And then he may just drop out. 
he's he's not a he's not the type that needs to finish uh, the tour unless he's like in the green jersey or something i, I don't, don't know. know i don't think he's that kind of i think he's a competitor i don't think He'll he's gonna want around for a little like, bit unless there was like just one stage left it was like the shops at the end and maybe it was a bunch of mountain climbs and he's gonna get just you know pummeled through all that i haven't looked at all of the stages i don't know what yeah. the, the pacing is gonna be but i don't see him being the type to want to just say nah, i'm gonna pack it in yeah i don't know those climbs that's not his game which is fine yeah. What, what say you, Lance? I I think he's just crafty enough and he's just motivated enough that he'll pull one off. Maybe just one, though. Yeah. But he doesn't. I mean, he won't have the lead out that he had at Quick Step. That's for sure. Quick Step seems to elevate sprinters. Mm. And Astana does, isn't really known for that. And Astana really wasn't his first choice. It was like the obvious choice you know, once the B&B Hotels team just kind of detonated and fell apart. So I I think, I mean, really, what else does he have to prove in cycling? I, he really doesn't have anything. I think he wants his name on that record. And knowing that he is going to try to be crafty enough to at least win one. That's what I think. And you think that the lead out there, that's a big question, right? I mean, it all comes down to that lead out train. Because I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah, but, I don't think he's gonna win one by like surfing, where you know, like Peter Sagan used to do that, right? Like he doesn't need a team; he yeah. can just surf and win. I don't think Cavendish can do that. I think he needs the train. He's, but if he is, if he's sitting on, you know, Sam Bennett's wheel, yeah, and can slipstream around him right at the end, and he's using Sam Bennett's lead out train, and you know, I. That's crafty enough, but it, that is that is surfing. That's exactly what surfing is. So, how old is he now? Thirty-seven, I think. Thirty-seven, maybe thirty-eight. That's a good question. I mean, he's still an explosive sprinter. It's not like we're like wondering if he's got the um, the ability to be a GC guy. I mean, he's never. That's never been his shtick. He's always been a sprinter. I think he still has that pop in his legs. I, yeah. I think if he's got the right train, that makes it much more probable that he's going to be able to do it. I don't know if he's got the best train in the world right now. I don't know. I think it's going to come to the team, come down yeah. to the team a little bit, right? And so I think that there are some other fantastic sprinters that are just they've got the same pop, if not more, and they might be able to hold that for a little bit longer. I, I think that that's going to be his biggest downfall is the fact that you've got the likes of like a, a Sam Bennett or a Wavenard mm-hmm. or a. Um, yeah. Even Caleb Ewan, I mean, he's looking yep. like he's got decent form right now, too. I mean, he's not going to get any... Uh, There's a lot he, of... He needs everything to go right. He's going to get in people's right. way, yeah. He's going to get in people's way. He's. I think he's going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. He might even piss off his own team. Yeah. Because here's the thing, if his team isn't working hard enough for him, which I don't know why they would, because they're going to have GC you know, ideas, at least, I would think. And I just don't know if they're going to be the team that he needs them to be, and mm-hmm. I can see him being cranky about that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he is we'll a see. bit of an asshat, so that is yeah. not beyond him. Did he? Did does anyone know if he signed a one year? <laughs> like, was it just a one year contract? Like, this is it? Or because usually those contracts are four years. Uh, I, 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 no I, I can't imagine it. that he would have signed for more than one or two years. Right, one I, or two years. Yeah. I wonder if it's two years or one year. Do you have the article up that says what exactly it was that he signed with? It, I mean, it, we it all knew be. that he was going to sign. It's been right. like writings on the wall, and it was official, official as of what, yesterday or the day before yesterday? Well, I wonder if that contract stuff might not be public. I don't. I, I, it's, I think that they It doesn't would, say. The term, I don't think, would be 
you know, something that they would want to not disclose that the financial amount might be, but, and that's another question. How much do you think he's getting paid? Do you think he's getting paid big time? Because I think he's getting paid. He's putting a lot of eyeballs on that team. Yeah. And, and I think that's fair because I think he brings sponsors. He brings eyeballs. He brings a fan base. I think it's probably, he probably is being fairly paid despite all the people that think he's an asshat Mm. and probably are yelling at their, their headphones right now because I'm saying that it's fair that he's paid a lot. <laughs> he uh, tried to bring his coach from Quick Step as oh, really? well, and the coach said, "Nah, I'm going to pass on that." So it was nice to see that somebody else thought he's an asset. <laughs> no, no, nobody really says what the term of the contract is. So I haven't seen that. What would you assume it is then? Would you say it's just a one-year deal, just to try and get this done? I would. I would. Yeah. I think it, I bet you it's a one-year deal. He is 37. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's at the end of it, you know? You can so. still have quite a bit of pop, though, at that age. I mean, I, I, I'm no Mark Cavendish, but I was still getting stronger at age 37. As a matter of fact, I was still getting stronger, like, into my early 40s. I'm slowly turning into an old guy right now, and I'm always broken, and my, my pop is definitely uh, descending. But um, it's not to say that he can't still get after it. I mean, he's genetic freak you know in terms of just the the watts he can put in a bike he's super arrow he uh he knows how to how to win i mean the guy obviously he's got that many stage wins so i think it's just i think it's just one year because everything just says for the 2023 season that's Mm -hmm. it they just say for the 2023 season that's that's all they say (sighs) but it's weird to do a one-year contract giving this guy way too much attention here (laughs) Jake's going crazy. All right. The guy is Let's an asshat. <laughs> okay, here's an here's another question then. This one's this one's easier. All right. Uh, the cyclocross world the cyclocross world championships are coming up in Hoogerheide, uh, Netherlands uh, on February fifth. Who wins the Who's match? gonna win? Oh. Well, who's not gonna be there that's gonna be a big name? Mm-hmm. Are all the uh, the big three gonna be there? All yeah, I think so. Um, Kid, Kidcock will not be there. Oh, so Elizabeth will probably slide into his spot, and I'm going to say Wout one and Vennert two, not Vennert. Uh, MVP Vanderpool. Yep, Vanderpool. Wout Van Art in the goldfish. You Woody, can, Woody in the goldfish. Exactly. <laughs> you can't bet against <laughs> Wout. He's just he's too stinking strong. It would be an upset, even if MVP won, which that would be the least of the upsets. That would still be an upset. He's he's that strong. He's just like I think he's dominant. Watching Wout, he f- I feel like he's got even more to give. Like there's a whole nother gear that we haven't seen through this whole season, and MVP looks like he's been grasping at straws just to try and keep up with that. It would have to be seriously, it would have to be a, a very unfortunate accident or something mm-hmm. or crash that would hurt him or a mechanical. Those are the only two ways I think MVP is going to beat Wout right now. Honest to God. And hopefully MVP's back is okay because you want you kind of want everyone to be their strongest sure. for the championships to have a good race. Like that's what we want to see. Pidcock. MVP has even he's even come out and said that. He even said that, you know, I have to be at the top of my game to beat Wout. And he has to be at the top of his game to beat me. I mean, we have a mutual respect for each other. We know, you know, how each other rides and races, and we you know, you know, we have to be at the top for that. And right now, Vanderpool even said, I am struggling. My back has been bothering me more than I thought it would. So, yeah. so Lance, who are you going to pick in this? 
I'm picking Wild. Okay. It's Wild's race to lose, Matt, in my opinion. Matt's picking yeah. Wild as well. Yeah. Okay. Now Easy. here's a question: Can you handicap the uh, Evan? The Evan's of- picking like I think Evan's going to pick MVP. Sell the user, but um, <laughs> if you were to say how much Wild wins by, what would mm. you put that number at, Lance? Hoogerhide, Hoogerhide has a huge beach section. Uh-huh. I don't know if you, they come, they come down this steep man-made ramp and they go right out to the ocean uh-huh. onto the beach. And so whoever rides that beach section, the, the best usually can get away. Wow. does very well in the sand. Um, Vanderpool actually does well in the sand. Uh, Lauren Sweet does very well in the sand. So I think, if Wout wins, it's by 45 seconds. Okay. Do you think the sand, being some of that it's had you know back issues before, do you think the sand's going to beat up MVP even more? Do you think that's going to cause yes. him to have his back become exacerbated? Oh. And- to, to ride sand fast, it all like comes from your core. Your whole core is like engaged. It's to ride through the sand fast. Yeah, it's overly right? engaged, but it actually, you have to recruit like every morsel of your body. I mean, getting through that, and then you have to be nimble too because it's going to thrash you all over the place. So mm. that's where the core stuff really comes in even more. Yes. So, yes. I think it'll be closer than that. So, I think it'll be so like 20 that, seconds, 10, 10 to 20 seconds. I think it'll be more more enjoyable, like a fun close race. That'd be cool. I hope I'm so. Say it over a minute. I'm going to say over a minute, a minute and five seconds. That's going to be my guess right there. Yep. But that's a beating right there. Could be very wrong too. So that's a good one. (laughs) What's the the date on that? It's like in a week and a half or two weeks, something like that. February 5th. So it's in like two and a half, two and a half weeks. What about on the women's side? Who are you picking? Oh, the women's race is kind of open. Think so? Um, uh, a little bit. Um, I mean, uh, Puck Pieterisi has been racing great, but um, this other gal has really come on strong the last like three weeks. And I keep getting her name wrong because I don't have it right. It's like Van Drusen or something like that. Where's oh, she from? Anoush. I see. She's from, where do you think? She's from Belgium um, or the Netherlands. She's from one of the so countries. Same, same Z's. <laughs> <laughs> There to be a say oh, that there would civil war over there, uh, but she has come on very strong um, as well. But it, it I don't, it's not as clear cut in the women's field. I, I don't think nobody has really completely stood out in the women's field. Gotcha. So that's my thought. All right, good questions. Um, anybody else have anything else that they would like to add to that, Matt? Do you have any other like? Questions that you need to get out so that you can get where can, so Lance, just to follow up, where can we watch this world championships? Is it gonna be on Flow Bikes or it will where, it will be GCN. it will be on Flow Bikes. GCM plus I um if you use a VPN, you can watch it in the US. Okay. Uh if you have a VPN on GCN plus, but otherwise I'm pretty sure it'll be on Flow Bikes. I think it's gonna be worth watching. Cool. You gonna be home for that? Yes, it will. I will not be. I will be in Tucson, actually. Gotcha. Are you? You're going to be there. Like you're staying in Arizona for a pri- couple weeks. Yeah, I okay. think so. So this is a longer trip for you. A little bit. It I, it depends on if I have to get back for something, and at the moment, I don't. Okay. So I can work remotely. Yeah. Cool. 
All right, so. let's let's move on. Um, Champ Bailey, top Ooh, five. Champ here. Top five discussion. Champ right Bailey. Ooh, champs here. Where you Champ. at? Where you at, Champ? <laughs> Champ, Champ is here, uh, sitting in my sister's uh, kitchen um, in Mesa, Arizona. Um, what has happened? The tour down under has started. Oh, yeah. Our first stage race of uh, the season. And it's been pretty well represented by a lot of uh, big teams. There's not a whole bunch of big names that are actually racing it. And quite to be completely honest with you, I haven't watched any of it. And I'm not completely sure what has happened in it. Wasn't there a big crash um, yesterday that I believe Michael Matthews got mixed up in? A bunch of wheel touching yeah, and he uh, went down and he had to abandon, if I'm not mistaken? I thought he, like, he had a mechanical. He, he dropped his chain. Okay. Okay, so well, who was this crash with then? Um, Mike with Magnus Sheffield, I think he mixed up with Mike Magnus Sheffield. Okay, and um, and Rohan Dennis ended up winning the stage. Oh, okay. Is he still with Enios? Yeah. Not Enios. I'm sorry, with, uh, with Jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah, he is still with Jumbo. Yeah. Okay. So. After a crash there. That's about all I know that has happened. There, <laughs> How um, many stages have they completed? I don't even know that. I okay. think it's only like two. Who's the GC winner right now? Who's in green? Who's wearing polka dots? You're asking all the questions I should know. <laughs> but but instead of knowing this, I rode my bike this morning. <laughs> Is Richie Port down there? Is he commentating on it uh, at all? <laughs> I don't know. Are they still making fun of him? I'm, I've completely failed my job as a as a as a sports reporter. I'm I'm doing terrible. Yeah, they're everybody's making fun of him, and they should. So <laughs> make fun of Richie Port. Yeah. Oh, that no. guy yeah. in a little coat. <laughs> that no. guy in a little. Oh, poor Richie. He's a good dude. I I don't think anybody needs to be making fun of Richie Port. So. Okay, there's Ro- only been Rohan two Dennis stages. Is still, yeah, Rohan Dennis is in the lead after stage two. Does that sound right to you guys? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else you got there, Champ? Is is that all that's going on in the cycling Ch- world? Champ's more of a football um, commentator, yes? No? <laughs> no, yes, he is. There are uh there's two more World Cup cyclocross races. Uh-huh. Uh one in Spain um this Sunday, I believe, and then another one back in the Netherlands um the next Sunday. Uh but the, yeah, cyclocross has slowed down quite a bit after the Christmas period. The course period, there's only a few more races while people get ready for the world championships. Remind me one more time why Pitcock is not going to the world championships. Um, uh, two reasons. One, he wanted to focus on his preparation for the classics. And two, I don't think he felt like he had a shot at winning it. Don't you but think that's my you, personal you, opinion? have some sense of obligation if you're wearing the current world stripes you're the current world champion think. and you're not going to go and try and defend that didn't that, we talk about this last year was it well wild? well was, he wasn't the defending champion he just said i'm not going to go i'm going to focus on the classics which is fine and yeah. and he rightfully so he did but made did, the right decision and, and did really well was this but wasn't there like oh i have a knee injury i can't go was that was that last year he did say that at some point in time there was i don't know if it was was it the world championships i think so yeah that that's he, he didn't go to he didn't go to 
he didn't go to world championships because it was in America. It was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. And yeah. that trip that, that that's a, that's a difficult, complicated trip sure. for a, for a day of racing. But that's not what he um, said in the middle of your classic parade. No, but I think that's probably more of the reason why he didn't go. He should have just it's said just that. Like we would have all been we would have all been like, yeah, that makes sense. Instead of being like, my knee hurts. Oh yeah, I'm still okay to win. No, I think the knee hurt races. thing had something more to oh, do I'm with sure. with a race. Remember, a he race. said he like banged it against something. Yeah, like, just I, the, I don't know. Yeah, I think that had more to do with the, the tour and saying something oh, about him going for green was. or something like that. And he was trying right. to be coy about it. So I don't know. Yeah, he was getting some crap about that. Cool. Yeah. Other than that, nothing else. Champ out. Champ, Champ out. <laughs> cool. Let's backpedal. Um, who wants to go first? Who's got stories? Lance got stories. Stories. Lance, go. You run over any scorp- <laughs> scorpions? Scorpions strike against your tires or anything like that in the in the I haven't desert? Even, no, I haven't even seen a scorpion since I've been here. It's been a little disappointing. Check. Are you checking your boots? Are you checking your boots each morning? Yeah, you have to be careful because they do squirrel away in your shoes uh, in the garage. Sometimes I have to be careful about that. Um, yeah, I have been training um, a lot, actually, down here. Um, it's one of the reasons why I came was so that I could ride outside. Um, it, it's a lot more difficult to do prescribed workouts outdoor than it is on the trainer. It's very simple and very efficient to do workouts on the trainer with like erg mode. So it's a little more difficult to do it outside, but, um, but I'm not complaining. That's one of the reasons why I came down here was try to ride outside. It's just been, it's been chilly here. Um, not in Arizona where like the high has been like 55. Yeah. It's been, it's been enough that I don't have to wear leg warmers, but I am wearing arm warmers in a, best that's actually perfect almost every ride that's perfect if it's sunny out because then you're not going to overheat and you're you're kind of acclimated to that you can go get after it and you're uh you're going to feel good when you're done you're not going to be cooked you're not going to be like dying of uh you know heat stroke or like you're a giant salt lick or something along those lines so yeah that's correct i have been able to ride uh, you know roughly three hours every day which has been super Mm, nice that's good um I did manage to do a century um, of like five days ago. I um, I rode out to Tortilla Flats, which is this beautiful road through rolling terrain, and uh, and I don't know when I got back, I was at like eighty five miles, and it was dark already. But I had a headlight, and I just thought I'm going to keep doing laps around the neighborhood until I uh, get to a hundred miles. So that felt good to to knock one of those out early. Good. Uh, in the year then um yeah i don't know it's just been good i i have i've i've had like three flat tires though since i've been here which is scorpions uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of scorpion tails in the road apparently (laughs) so i actually i actually flatted bad enough yesterday that i had to plug it i had to i had to use a plug on my road tire which i don't have to do very often but um I had to do that, but luckily the plug held and worked. And Dyna plug. And then it, I used a Dyna plug. Okay. Yep. And it it sealed it right up. Um, I hit it with a CO two, and boom, I was ready to go. Uh, and then I made the mistake of riding through the reservation. Oh. <laughs> um, 
the the Pima Indian Reservation is just to the east of Scottsdale, and it's not it wasn't marked or I, maybe I just had my head down because I it was really just an endurance ride. But I rode the reservation and I was riding along this like five mile flat section of road, and I <laughs> I got chased by four loose dogs. Oh, four geez. different like like full get like. I'm riding along at 20 miles an hour, and all of a sudden, I see a bullet coming towards me of some dog coming after me. And I had to, like, fully get out of the saddle, sprint to get away from it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that was friggin' close. And then I, I go another quarter mile, and it happened again. Oh, and then – so it happened four times all in the same ride. That's and I thought, crazy. Hey, getting my, uh, How close did they get to you? Was it ever like, oh my gosh, that thing just missed nipping me? Um, they they were they got to the point where they were running even with me, like two feet away from me, but it wasn't trying to nip at me, and that's when I like tried to turn it on just a little bit more to to get out of the way. But it was it was inches <laughs> more than once they were within. Were inches they being of aggressive, or there, was this more of like, hey, let's have fun with this guy, let's go run this this will be fun. No, they were all aggressive. Oh, <laughs> you need your water bottle. You need to squirt your water bottle at their face. I just squirted it. That's well. It was. I was. I was getting away. It was yeah. working. My my sprint interval was working, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to pull out the bottle. Hopefully, your coach called for but, like high end, one thousand watt sprints. <laughs> I, four I had, of them. I was actually supposed. I was supposed to do four sprints during that <laughs> during that ride, and I had already done them. Bonus so I was, extra credit, I was huh? like on I was like on the cooldown. I'm like, okay, I'm finished. We're just gonna do endurance the rest of this ride. And no, I had to do four more sprints from the dogs. That's funny. And I um I when I got done with the ride and I'm looking at the uh at the the sprints. At the segments. Uh, I was looking at the segments on Strava and the segment there's a three and a half mile segment. It was called Loose dog sprint repeats. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Very accurate. it's a problem. Yeah, it was pretty accurate. And like people made comments on my ride. They're like, yeah, we don't ride east of the highway in Scottsdale because you get chased by dogs. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should have. And you know why I rode that? I rode that section because I used a Strava route, oh. like a heat map route. Uh-huh. I'm like, I want to do roughly 40 miles and I want it to be flat and I'm leaving from here. And I'm like, oh, this looks like a good loop. It goes through Mesa and Tempe and Scottsdale. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. And it took me right through the reservation dog sprint um, section. Did so, you, How long are you in funny. Mesa for and when are you heading to Tucson? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Um, I, I do. One of our teammates is down in Tucson uh, today and he is going to ride the Tucson shootout on Saturday. And I'm kind of thinking about going down and joining him. Um, but it's actually colder in Tucson this yeah, week than it is in it. It's, it's a little bit, I don't think it's higher, but it's just weird. We're just, it, you know, it's January, anything can happen. So, uh, the, the mountain bike trails aren't real hot down in Tucson right now. Cause they, they actually had so much rain. There's a lot of mud and they're, you know, not looking so smooth. So that's another reason for me to 
stay up here. But I don't know. I might go down there. I'm, Who's I'm in doing Tucson? my own I was thinking camp. Is Surratt down, going down there? Or? I think it's Kevin Gillis, isn't it? Okay. It's Kevin Gillis, yeah. It's Kevin Gillis. He's He goes there, I think, once or twice a year. Yeah. For a week or so, or something he's like always that. taken off and doing cycling adventures. You got to sit down and look at his uh, ride history one of these days. Uh, he just got back from being in like Vietnam for like two weeks and did like a huge ride tour over there. It's kind of neat. So he did like a it was like a mountain bike ride tour yeah. through, through through Vietnam through Vietnam. It looked pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Anything yeah. else? Pretty cool. No, I just rode a lot. That's it. Sweet, Matt. You want to backpedal? I have been running and swimming quite a bit. It's been good. Good for you. And biking just a little bit, just enough to say that I own bikes. And I'm still doing Tour de Zwift, which is kind of something. Okay. Not much. Like daily? No. Okay. No, no, no. Like a couple, twice a week or something. Okay. I never yeah. did that. I don't know. It's weird. Like you just kind of do these different routes and I think you do it for, I don't actually, should, I don't even know what it is. Cheap I should know that kind of stuff. Like two just, or three weeks you do it, I think. And then okay. you get to see all the different courses. I think that's how it goes. Sweet. Yeah. So that's it. Backpedal cool. running, running's going well. Uh, I'm up to about six miles for my long run, which I'm very happy Good. about. Very, how many hours did you put in last week running? Oh, I don't know. Probably not a ton, probably three hours okay. or so, three or four hours, maybe trending in the right direction though. Yeah, yeah definitely that's trending good. in the right direction. Quite happy. Right on. I rode last week um, most days. I think I was at almost just shy of eight hours, which I wanted to Ooh, get a little good. bit wanted to get a little bit more, but I also wanted to kind of challenge myself just a little bit. I'm not supposed to have like high intensity, like high intervals and whatnot. So I did some longer rides and then I ended up taking Friday off for a couple different reasons. So that's why I didn't increase my hours from the week prior. But um, I did ride outside for the first time in a long time. I think I rode outside and did a gravel ride on Thanksgiving. And the next time I rode outside was the bikes or the, yeah. the ugly Christmas sweater ride. And then this was my last we, one. So we have had so much rain. that it's it, There been, has been a lot of rain, but I did a, just a, a gravel ride by myself. I uh, did the little Washougal dike thing and instead of riding that. with the, the team. And I just wanted to have, you know, some easy outs some bailouts and not so much climbing. Mm-hmm. And, and there was only, it was a two hour ride in that two hours. It only felt kind of crappy for like 10 minutes or so. And when I say crappy, it's just like, you know, this is tight. There's a little bit, whatever. I don't know if this is going to work. And then it went away and it's like fine after that. So wow. and I've uh, climbed Mount Vontu a few more times on RGT and that went really well. And it's uh, trending in the right direction. And I think this week I might actually even touch the, the 10 hour mark. So nice. We'll see. Back to the it's glory not, days. It's not, it's not cool. perfect by any means at all, but it's definitely going in the right direction. So, so. For, for both of you guys, are you guys starting to feel a little bit of confidence towards training camp? Cause you have training camp coming up in about, a month and a half. A month and a half. And that's why I'm ramping things up. Yeah, yeah. I'm scheduled to be there. I'm yep. on the list. I've purchased my flight. I've got everything in place. And it's going to be the next four weeks that are going to tell me See, whether or not I'm going to be driving a sag wagon for the, the team or if I'm going to be actually riding with everybody. How about you, Lance? Uh, I'm feeling a lot better than I felt last year. I was yep. not able to do any type of um, interval training before training camp last year. And I came into it pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling better than I did last year. I'm still bigger than I have been in the past, but, but, but that's okay. I'm not stressing about that. I, I just want to be able to hang a little bit better. So I'm feeling, I'm yeah. feeling better about it. Good on you, dude. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, that, that's it about me. I'm just going to keep 
keep pedaling. Keep, keep on pedaling. pedaling. That's all you can do. Best well, thing to do. Let's jump into one last thing, Matt Legrand. You were always so kind to go first. Okay, so we talked about during our podcast the race routes feature for Apple. I'm mostly going to focus on the running side of that, but I'm going to bring that up and talk about it in a video. It's not the most positive video because I kind of I kind of bash it because it's called race routes and it doesn't route you and it's not used for racing. I should have used that the way I phrased that. I should have used that in the video, but I didn't. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's... It's, I'm going to talk about that, uh, and then also recently I've talked about the Garmin 255 watch after having used it for six months, and then I'll have another video very shortly thereafter talking about the Garmin 955 for six months, because I've used both of those watches for six months. Cool. And then a whole bunch more watch stuff coming up, so... If you, like, if you like watches. Lots of watches out there. That's well, i got sure. the Garmin Enduro that I've yet to review. There's there's a couple other watches. And I'm excited for other stuff that's coming up down the pipeline in the near future. Very excited about some stuff like that. And then um, hopefully some new watches, too, will drop at some point. So we'll see. What about Chester? Is he ever going to come back to the, Chester. the well, show? It, it's it's <laughs> always possible. We've got... Um, we got April 1st. It's coming up. It'll be uh-huh. around the corner. I have some... I always try to, like think of ideas in advance for like what am I going to do this year for April 1st video and I have some ideas but they're going to be tough to pull off so we'll just have to see how it goes oh I should see if you could set it up a little bit more even in some of like the videos preceding the, oh like all have it lead towards something uh, that could be kind of fun too could be fun and I would just love to see Chester Chester's fun <laughs> he's classic he's, <laughs> he's mean he's dirty he's mean and he's dirty and he's uh he's tough to bring on the channel because he's he packs a wallop <laughs> <laughs> Hey, friggin' Hepler, one last thing yeah. from you. I, uh, I really don't have anything. I don't know what to share with you. So um, be good humans. That's my <laughs> one last thing. How's the vegan eating down there in Mesa, Arizona? Lots of beans? Oh, it's, um, it's, uh, it's not quite as good as it is in the Portland metro area. We have, mm. a pretty, we have a pretty good – vegans have it pretty good in – in the Portland metro area, there's lots of pretty good choices. And here, not so much. But, you know, I can find food anywhere, so it's not that big a deal. Chewing on some romaine and some uh, cactus, probably? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or just sucking down dumb protein scorpion drinks. Scorpion So if you eat a scorpion, <laughs> that's that's not vegan. Scorpion? Or is it? Because it's kind of like, it's like an, I don't know, is that like an arachnid? Is, or is scorpion that a- juice vegan? Scorpion juice is vegan, but I don't think scorpion. If you were to eat, well, well, uh, made um, by an animal. If you really, yeah. So like, honey is not really vegan because it's an animal product, but you don't kill the bee to eat the honey. I don't know. Maybe a lot of. So I don't. I don't know what scorpion juice would fall under. I'm (laughs) thinking. This is important, Lance. This is important. (laughs) Is there a term for a vegan who eats honey? Is it like a Vegan sub H or something I, like that. I, I don't it's know. It's a a vegan. Be, a vegan. <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. That's excellent. That's good. That's why we love you, Matt. Cool. Anything else? Nope. All right. My one last thing is um, we are going to be kicking off because we've got it coming up again here pretty soon in the spring is the Bikes for Kids. We're going to start fundraising for that again pretty heavily um, now that the holidays are done and everybody's kind of uh, assimilated that um, sticker shock from their credit card from the holidays. Um, maybe they're past that and they got that all paid off. Maybe they want to throw a couple bucks towards the Bikes for Kids, but we're going to start pumping that up. 
But I wanted to let everybody know that, uh, stay tuned in the weeks to come, we're going to be giving away a kid's bike, and it's not going to be a part, well, it'll be under the guise of Bikes for Kids, but we're going to be giving away a bike to a kid somewhere here in the United States of America. It could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be part of our um you know, our partnership with the Vancouver Police Department and their PALS program and the school system of uh, Vancouver. We want to actually give away a kid's bike to somebody anywhere in the country. And we're going to do some stuff uh, on social media to kind of talk about how that's going to happen. And at the end of the day, it's really going to be, we need people to nominate a a kid that really could benefit from a new bike and a helmet. And we want to ship that to them. And we want to, if that's what it ends up being, it could be somebody right here in the backyard too, who knows, but we want to get that kid a brand new bike we want to make their day their month their year that's gonna be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it so that's awesome cool. yeah i already got the bike at the lab it's already set up and ready to go we just need to uh find a kid so stay tuned for more information and if you have anybody that you would like to nominate um just shoot us a message over at the dial podcast uh, you can go to any of our socials on instagram on facebook or you can shoot something to info at dialpodcast.com and one of us will get back to you appreciate that Boys, anything else? That's it. We all done? Can wrap this bad boy up? good. Cool. Appreciate you, Lance. You be safe down there. Don't be sucking on uh, the scorpion juice. (laughs) No more scorpion juice. Right on. All right. We will be back next week with another one of these. And until then, bye for now.